genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one golemy minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 14, which starts with Sam saying, We let him go, he'll throttle us in our sleep, referring to Gollum, and ends with Gollum saying, They can't make us. And I guess I just, this minute kind of refutes what I was saying about Smeagol not being a thing until Frodo names him, because there's clearly a Smeagol and a Gollum at the very end of this. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but this this conversation is not in the theatrical. Mm. They wanted to keep things moving a little quicker, and then they saved some of this stuff for a little bit later in the movie for the theatrical as like a reveal. Because him leading them through the rocks is doesn't exist in this way in the theatrical. Yeah, this is ex- this is an extended. Yeah, this right? is an extended scene. Because I'm pretty sure you have to have Frodo saying, "You will lead us to the Black Gate." Yeah, but then it just it jumps to it. The next time we see Frodo and Sam is them looking out over the marshes in the theatrical, I believe. I don't think so. It shows them chart running a little. Yeah. But, but then it there's none of this conversation. There's none of the weaving through the rocks column trying to lose them. Right. But I knew, the, I knew that there was bits of it where you could see them running. Yeah. So a big portion of this minute doesn't exist in the theatrical version of the movie. Right. Like, we see, like, not even five seconds of them moving with Gollum yeah. after he says No, the but I knew, I knew that there was some... Because you have to have them go out of it. You have to show, like, it makes no sense to just smash cut from you will lead us to the Black Gate and then people running. It makes more sense to have the transition scene of them running and then have the orcs also running. Which is what happens in the theatrical. Yeah. They start moving and then we see Urukai moving. Right. I like, uh, I do like the wide shot of when they start their little journey. Mm-hmm. Gollum crawling over the top of that rock. It's kind of pretty. I like the way the sunlight's hitting the rocks. Mm-hmm. It's ple- it's pretty in a bleak way. Yeah. And this is, this is Gollum's theme? This theme, this music that plays? I believe so, yes. It's kind of eerie Mm -hmm. howard shore tells us what instrument makes up the main part of Gollum's theme and it's an instrument i knew nothing about until we did a little bit of research about it which is the hammer dulcimer yeah which is uh, actually a very beautiful instrument from what i listened to of other pieces yeah so i guess this instrument was prevalent in a lot of places it's in medieval music it's i believe its origins are in iran or there might be multiple at the same time and but you play it with little hammers it's very similar to i guess it's like a naked piano yeah and instead of keys connected to all these different hammers you just hold two hammers and play it and it's got uh two bridges which is what the cross pieces that hold up the strings so like that piece on a violin is called the bridge Mm -hmm. 
where the strings connect. So it's got two of those and sets of strings running across it. So there you can play multiple octaves depending on where and how you hit the strings. Yeah, and because there's two bridges, there's three very different tonal ranges on the instrument. Yeah, it's really cool. You should uh, YouTube um, Hammered Dulcimer, Dulcimer Music because it's really interesting. And he uh, he chose it as the instrument to make up Gollum's theme because it's an instrument that's part of the Shire theme. And he wanted to use an instrument from the Shire theme and pull it out and isolate it for Gollum's theme to show that, you know, once upon a time, Gollum was part of this, mm-hmm. but he isn't anymore. He's... he's something separate. Yeah. Which is a cool, like, music thing. It's cool that he used a bunch of folk instruments for the Shire. It's cool that he used a bunch of folk instruments because the hammer dulcimer is also used in folk music, mm. um, at least in the U.S. and I believe the U.K., but I could be wrong. Um, and similar instruments are used in folk, like, folk music all over the world. Yeah. Because it's one of the oldest known instruments that survives till today. Um, I, there are certainly instruments that are older. Yeah, but they, they place it at something like, what was it, like three and a half thousand years ago or more? There were like variations of them, I think, from ancient Greece. They were, they found some in, they found some depictions on like a cave painting somewhere when we were looking it up. Yeah. Yeah, the origin of the instrument is uncertain, but tradition holds it was invented in Iran roughly 5,000 5, years ago. ago. So yeah, it's a real old instrument. It's really pretty. It is really pretty. And oh, I like Gollum's theme. Mm. I like pretty much every bit of music in these movies. <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves. But the beginning part of this minute, I love how... It's almost comical how Gollum is like, yes. How earnest he is. When he's answering Frodo's questions. Yeah. I question how, if that is a slipknot yeah. for Frodo to how be able to. How did he not just die? Right. Like we were literally talking about yeah. this yesterday. If that is a slipknot, which it obviously is, judging by how he takes it off Gollum's head, because Gollum's head is 10 times thicker around than his neck. Like, how did Sam just not kill him? Mm-hmm. Equally infuriating. It's Frodo's backpack. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we see Frodo in profile when he's crouching down to free Gollum from the rope, and there are no bottom straps that you can see. It's like the top straps of the backpack go over the cloak, under his arms, and disappear. <laughs> they don't go anywhere. How is this backpack staying on? How is it possible? It's Schrodinger's backpack. I can think of a way... That it works, but it makes no sense to carry a backpack like this. And I I don't know if anyone's going to be able to see this the way I see it in my head when I say it. But if it goes over his shoulders, down around, and then instead of going back to itself, it crosses behind him and reconnects. Like it's one big loop, but he's wearing it over his arms and then behind his back. That's the only way I can see that backpack staying on. Like a reverse belt? Ish. Like, it would go over the shoulder and then down around the back and then under the other arm, over the shoulder, back to the backpack. Weird. Which means you would have to, like, put it on in a weird, twisty way. Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to take it off when it's on over this I'm cloak. I'm so angry that this is still a thing. <laughs> we have no idea how these backpacks work. <laughs> Especially Sam's. Because Sam, at one point, I think it was... It was like a few minutes ago... He slings it down off his shoulder. He slings it off his shoulder, but there's another moment where he, like, adjusts it, and it looks like it's not connected. 
It's just he's like, just pulling at the strap, but like, the bot like the strap is not connected to the bottom of the I don't Come on, Sam. <laughs> Come on, guys. How do your backpacks work? Oh. These magical hobbit haversacks. Ridiculous. I don't understand. I feel like Frodo, having grown up on Bilbo's stories of Riddles in the Dark, should have thought through his phrasing a little better when talking to Gollum. Because Gollum makes good on his promise to lead them to the Black Gate. Yes, he does. Not to lead them into Mordor. Yes. Like, leading them into Mordor, he would have just gone the back way. Yeah, he would have just gone through Kirithungal to begin with. Not to the Black Gate. Right. And then Sam and Sam gets mad at them at Gollum later about it. And I'm like, dude, this is Frodo's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is Frodo's fault. Oh, speaking of riddles. So when looking at stuff about Gollum and connections that Gollum and, and Frodo share, I came across something, a bit of evolved text from like early drafts of the story into what we wind up with. Uh, as far as what Gandalf says to Frodo about Gollum, uh, because he mentions the riddles in the dark thing in the book. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that is apparently proof enough for Gandalf that Gollum was once like a hobbit is that Gollum and Bilbo were familiar with the same riddles. Oh, okay. And Gandalf knows that hobbits are, are riddle keepers and they've told riddles for their whole existence. Right. So that's like one of the things that confirms to Gandalf that Gollum was once a hobbit. Oh, okay. And I think that's really interesting. You just reminded me of that, bringing up Riddles in the Dark. And I guess in the original draft of the story, Frodo was Bilbo's son. Okay. Like in the earliest drafts of, of this tale. Mm -hmm. And it, eventually he became his nephew. And uh, at the t at the same time that Frodo was Bilbo's son, Gandalf was a, some other elf. Not Glorfindel. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, my dude Glorfindel. But... It was another G name, but I can't remember what it was of right now off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then that character, like, became Gandalf, and Bilbo's son became Frodo, and the, the fellowship became larger. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. It's interesting to see some of the text as it evolves from some of the drafts. Uh, really, really need to track down those other History of Middle-Earth books, because mm -hmm. that's where a lot of that stuff was published. Oh, cool. But uh, other than that, I think this minute is pretty well covered. I think so. Mystery backpack. <sighs> It's a mystery that I'll never have an answer. It's kind of a light minute, but that's fine. Yeah, that's all right. Samwise murder Gamgee. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. If you're on Facebook, check out our Facebook page as well as our listener group, The Fellowship of the Mike. A lot of really cool discussion happens there. And if you have a moment and you haven't yet, please give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast app of your choice. It really helps us out a bunch. So thank you very much. We'll be back tomorrow with Minute 15. I hope everyone has a good Thursday. Bye. Bye.